Hey, kid, we're going to say some stuff, and uh, your parents will be real upset with us if they hear you repeating it, so scram. Get out. All right, on with the program. Yo, it's Sketch. Welcome to the epilogue of our first arc, The Boy in the Chasm. I'm really excited for y'all to see how this ends, and also for what's coming up next. It's been a lot of work, but it's been super fun to see the response to the podcast already. And we hope you're excited, because there's lots yet to come. So, take a break from the panic of a new year with a million things to do, and less than 12 months to do them, and settle down in your comfiest chair to join us in Avoiding Reality. Last we saw our dutiful employees, they had successfully completed their mission, recovering young Lucius from the bottom of Agatha, the great chasm at the center of Lucent City. However, things don't seem to be all there with Lucius's memory, and they have still yet to deliver the boy to their handler Dimpleton. And with Lucius resisting, it may not be as simple as it seems. Diogo? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. We all shuffle in. Clint does okay. want to know what time uh, it is, by the way. Sketch. Oh, you want to know what time it is? Yeah. Uh, let me find the notes of what time it was when you entered. I think it was like 3.20 or something, right? Yeah, it's going to be like 3.24. Yeah, I did say 3.20. Blaze it. Uh, <laughs> so it is 3.40. All right. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you were in there for a day. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real time. About that must have been so weird from, from Dimpleton's perspective. She's like getting a phone call. So yeah, we're here. So yeah, here we are now. And it's like, uh, oh, yeah. someone phoned him previously, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Robert phoned him at least twice. Yeah, he got <laughs> like twice? four, four phone calls from us or so. Something like that. Yeah, always happy to take Maybe them though. Five. Yeah. Okay, you guys make it back to a whole lot of food. Lucius is fighting you the whole way, but he is. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna get much done. <laughs> really rough age to yeah to get stuck down in a dirty hole. So as you enter a whole lot of food, you see Dimpleton, and he's talking to somebody who you recognize. All of you, you haven't met him before personally. But you've definitely seen him in books and on the news. You see a very large man dressed in fine silks covered in elaborate patterns. He stands at about six foot tall. And somehow he still seems larger than both Clint and Dimpleton and their monstrous stature. His beard is finely groomed and his hair cascades down his back in elaborate braids. So he's a human? Yeah, or he's a Cumulan. He is King Celia Cloudfall of the Cumulan Empire. King right. Seaman in Cloudfall? <laughs> Robert, Robert just quickly, just quickly tries to dust himself off. Royalty. I think, I think Clint sets Beam down. 
No. <laughs> just like, bump, like that. <clears throat> yep. He just stands there. He doesn't really know what he's doing out here or anything. <laughs> he's just like, I'm here, I guess. Uh, Clint, will, Clint will instruct him, just keep up. Sorry, did okay, that pick uh, up? I don't know. I was looking away from the mic. He says, yeah. just pick up with us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dimpleton turns to you as soon as you enter the door, and he goes, My dutiful employees! It is wonderful to see you. I see you brought young Lucius. And at the same time as he says that, King Celia turns around, and he goes, Lucius, my boy! <laughs> you found my boy wonderful and uh, Lucius at the same time is still completely freaked out and trying to get away and he's like what's going on where am I <laughs> who are you who are you people I, I just let go of him now I, I release him oh Lucius hey, run out the door we saved you oh <laughs> who's the closest one to him now quick let him go he's trying to get out the doors i don't know if you guys locked the doors or what i can just like crawl like a spider in front of him on the door be like nah yeah crab lad's <laughs> yeah, gotta <sure>. do it <laughs> crab lad's being the bouncer on the yeah. door okay <laughs> okay lucius is just sort of like pounding at crab lad's mech and King Celia hurriedly walks over and he's like, Lucius, what are you doing? Come over here, boy. And he, he grabs Lucius. Who are you? What's going on? Where am I? Wow, he has amnesia. Ro Robert, <laughs> Robert clears his throat and chips in. There was a lot of weird stuff happening. We were trying to rescue him, but he didn't even wake up until we got out. So who knows what happened to him? But I'm sure, I'm sure there's some fine doctors in this city that will be able to help. Him. So, as he gets picked up, and as Robert says this, you guys notice William and Cork running over. Lucius, Lucius, you're here. You're fine. We. We were worried about you, Lucius. You okay? And he goes, William? Cork? What's going on? I don't remember anything. And uh, Dimpleton slides in and he's like, <laughs> Have no fear, little Lucius. It'll wear off. It's, uh, you were down there for a while. It gets confusing. It's a hazy hole. <laughs> a hazy hole, exactly, yeah. You'll be fine, Lucius. Put the cap on, which was it, Cork, or Wh I don't remember which one, but I still had that thing. Yeah, it's William. Okay, I put on the wrong kid intentionally. <laughs> 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 there you go, buddy, uh, and do the thing again on his, and like, put the hat on. And like, hey, so, uh. <laughs> so Cork just sort of like awkwardly takes it off and puts it on William, and William's like, thanks. Yep. Um, you guys are real weird. Here, here's what my, yeah. my brain did. He pulls out the hat. Uh -huh. He can't remember uh -huh. whose hat it is, so he, like, puts it uh -huh. on the kid. But then he keeps pulling out the same hat and just gives one to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. 
all out. It'd be funny though. <laughs> this this is the like most used ability that anyone has done, and also mm-hmm. the least useful. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a clutch ability though. Yeah. For like yeah. storytelling, it's great. Okay, so as all three of them are talking, Lucius, Cork, and William. And Celia is also trying to get in there and talk to Lucius, crouch down, get him to understand that he's his father. Mm-hmm. And he's here to, here to help him get him back home. Meredith and Wick. Dimpleton catches your glances for a second. And the second he catches your glance, you're not able to look away from him. Yeah, you're looking straight into his eyes. Mm. And he sends you a message in your head. And he says, hey, you two, little awkward to do this right now, but uh, time is money. I have a special mission for you, and I would love it if after everybody leaves, you guys come back and uh, we talk it out and I'll explain everything. And you just tell me if you accept or not. Yeah. <laughs> can can I can can Clint roll a notice? Can can Clint? Tr- no, uh, roll- you you don't notice this. Okay. Okay. No. I, I say okay. Fine. If it's gonna give me more money, if I'm gonna get paid for this. Excellent. And Meredith. No. No, thank you. <laughs> Okie dokie. No, thank you. Not interested. You just keep going Noted. after he's already acknowledged it. <laughs> no, 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 it's been a very bad night. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You you guys have done your mission. You can do more stuff if you want to, or you can be done. I'd like I'd like one thing. Is you said that this is like the mayor or the king or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The king of the Cumulan Empire. King of the Cumulan Empire, but like the isn't the Cumulan Empire the basically like the biggest pop largest populace or whatever or they're the like so he's the king of lucent city or how does no, that work uh, exactly do we know so, what's the lore so currently after the cumulan empire did rule for a while about 900 years ago and then atlas had a little revolution mm-hmm. and now there's more of a democracy between all of the lands so he is like a council member, basically, but he is still the king of his own land. So he's, he's like how the queen works. Worked. Mm-hmm. Before she died. Yeah, if there was a world government. I'm so sorry, that was insensitive of me, Aaron. Long rest the queen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, he, the, the king of the Cromulans is... Cromulans? Cumulans, yeah. Uh, okay. Is is he like pretty is he failing at, at, at talking to his kid? 
He's not really getting anywhere, but Lucius has calmed down. Okay, just calm down. All right, and know that we're in... <clears throat> Damn, I'm just trying so hard to think of what Clint can, like, summon for this king to get into the good graces of a person in power. You're already in his good graces. You saved the son. No, but I want to be in the, the goodest of graces, because right now I feel like Dippleton <laughs> is the, in the goodest of graces, and Clint wants... Clint wants... He's hungry. Uh-huh. Clint walking up to the king and he's gonna give him a gift or something. He like reaches into his suit and he just gets tackled by security out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> is is there security around? No. This okay. is very very hush hush. <laughs> Nobody's supposed to know that Lucius is missing. Okay. Wait a second. Do we still have the like a a, a journal or something of Lucius's in our possession as a party? You have a map and a couple of journal pages. A map and a couple of journal pages. Did we rip the journal pages out? Is that how we grabbed them? Or were they, like, loose somewhere? Uh, they were loose in the first place. Hmm. Okay, so that means that there's a journal that, that existed that they came off of. Yeah. I'm going to... What I'd like to do is I'd like to have Clint walk over towards Lucius mm. and saying, speaking to the king of the Cumulans, oh, with your mm. permission, king, the Similar, I don't remember his name. Celia. Celia. Whatever you guys just said. With your permission, king, what you guys it's just like said. like Cecilia, but without the sus. Cilicia. <laughs> Less sus. <laughs> Uh, You're really getting in his good graces. <laughs> no. Saying all of it out loud. Me. <laughs> My character is much more suave than I could ever be. Okay. He's going to go up and address the king, but heading towards Lucius and say, perhaps something like this will help his memory. And try to summon, let me get that for you, his journal to hand it to him. Mm. Like to do that uh, if possible. No, it doesn't work. He does not remember his journal. Doesn't remember so his journal. Cannot, then, yes, you can't get it if, from him. If, he, if like, Clint sees that he doesn't remember it, then he offers it to the king. Then maybe this will offer some insight. That not summon it. Oh, because I can't. You need to, oh, because you need to, he needs to need it. He and he doesn't know. He needs to know what happened to his son, right? Yeah, doesn't, yeah. Doesn't the so king need it? it yeah, just the king wants, the needs king to know what happened. He needs to know that he needs it. But he... Oh, hey, so king, there's this... There's this... The journal is... Here's what happened. Yeah. So he needs the knowledge. The journal is the knowledge. But Sketch is saying he doesn't know about it. King, hey, there's this really useful bit of insight that might help you. It's this journal that you're... Roll a notice. Fuck. You just you can't let it be cool. Yeah. I did roll a seven. <laughs> okay, you notice the the two kids, Cork and William, are shaking their heads really aggressively. They're just like, no, do not. No, no. Absolutely no. <laughs> Terrible idea. I think I might have to do a roll for myself then. G I evens I do, evens I don't. 
That's not how that works. Even as I do odds, I don't. Look, I'm totally awake and livid. I mean, living it. I said even as I do it. I rolled evens. So, yeah, I'm going to go through this hell the king that and and finish the sentence despite noticing that the kids are shaking their head. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it a good sales pitch. Mm. I guess I could. Uh, I don't. I don't. Is there a persuasion? Wade? I don't... I think there's gotta be a loophole. Will? Oh, I don't know if I want to use Will against the king. (laughs) (laughs) Resources? It could be a resources thing, right? Because it's a thing I know about. Yeah. Can Clint not summon something that he needs? Clint can summon something he needs if he hasn't done it already, and he has. Oh. Yeah, he, he summoned wet tissue to clean his butt <laughs> of dust. I forgot. <laughs> you didn't know. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Secrets unveiled. So, what would you like me to do here, Scotch? Resolve this. So... <clears throat> doing it, though. I'll, I'll let you summon it, because I do think the king does want information. But you have to roll a notice with disadvantage. Okay, so I summon it, and then I'm rolling the notice? Yes. Okay. Boing! And then palm open, mm-hmm. it's the king. I yep. roll my notice. Oh, baby, I rolled a five and a one, so it's a three. Okay, so the second you produce it, Cork grabs it, and he hides it. I did my job, and I head off. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna push the envelope anymore then. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really just wanted to get the journal back up here to, to the people anyway. I didn't necessarily need it yeah. to be for the king. Yeah. No. It was for them. Robert is just a little bit starstruck. Obviously, like Atlas, like he he brought down the, the cumulative empire, the Cloudfall Empire, but <laughs> At the same time, I'm such a fan of your downfall. (laughs) (laughs) At the same time, Robert is just like seeing it as well. They didn't know any better. And Atlas just he had the right idea and he helped them see the right way. (laughs) So he does not harbor ill will against them. (laughs) And he's just a little bit starstruck and having such a high up person there. And he just wants to see if there's like. A sheet of paper somewhere, or a napkin, that he could get an autograph <laughs> from the king. <laughs> so, do I have to roll notice, or...? No, you find some paper. You go okay. Ask him. Yeah, Robert, Robert, once again, clears his non-existent machine throat. Yeah, what? It's <laughs> just like... It's <clears throat> like a plant grinder or compost sound. Like an air <laughs> printer. <laughs> Just like a dial-up modem sound. <laughs> what about like a, a garbage disposal sound? Very good. Oh, Miss, Miss King Celia, it's, it's an absolute honor to meet you. Can I get your signature? And, and he, he tries to argue, so I'm, I'm going to roll empathy and let's see. Uh, do rapport. Rapport? Yeah. Okay. Four plus five. Four plus five. He turns to you a bit confused. Um, <clears throat> I don't. Uh, I don't see why not. 
You saved my boy, so certainly. And he, he, he signs it. Thank you very much. I You're truly welcome, young boy. appreciate it. And, and Robert does a little formal <laughs> bow. And he just like vaguely nods back to you. He's just like, yeah. Pets the top of Rob's head. <laughs> <The> little <dumb. laughs> Just kisses him on the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not really paying attention to who Rob is. He's just, yeah, you saved, saved yeah. my son. I'm focused on my son, but I'll sign it. Whatever. <laughs> now I don't owe him any favors. All right. Is the party like famished by any chance or just not any more hungry than they set out? You are 20 minutes more hungry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anybody for some crab? <laughs> I'll pass. Is the restaurant even open at 3.40 a.m.? <laughs> Why wouldn't it? I mean, it's open, but not open. It's a private Is it like restaurant. a Waffle House? Is, is it just like... A like it's 24 hours it's just like the waffle house of Lucid city no it was open specifically to give lucius food if they found him for example oh, okay makes yeah. sense so there are workers there if you if you want to eat <laughs> for some reason i'm not sure if i forget did we ever say what employers or interns eat like what their kind of diet would be i feel like very carnivorous <laughs> probably yeah yeah. But no, no. Like very leech like. You're just sucking the blood out of raw meat. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Unless you guys want to interact with anybody that's here, that's the end of that. And you can go home. What do you, what did you want to do, Kevin? So I just had this idea that Crab Lad, just while everybody's chatting or whatever, kind of like scuttles out of the building and goes right back to where he was before he got the call. Back to that alley. Excellent. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Repair all the broken shit in his mech. And then as he finishes that up, he gets a ping for like a target that he was supposed to. Wasn't there actually a, a target that you picked up? I, I, ha I have epilogues of the mission for you all. So we'll start with Crablands. So, as you finish up your stuff, you get a ping, and you, yet again, see Roger Goodbody doing his business, trying to entice somebody to buy an appointment with him. And I want to make it very clear, Roger Goodbody is, does not have a bounty because he is a sex worker. He has a bounty because he steals from his clients. Being a sex worker is totally chill here. It's just a job. Cool. So, is he just leaving the or? No, he's just, he's just sort of like talking to a customer. Okay. Trying to entice them into getting an appointment. But I'm like, where are we? Is like, I, obviously, I'm still in the alley. Relative. You're like outside of like a like a club, a sex worker club, where you go to have sex. <laughs> oh, we need a name for that. <laughs> Did you just say a sex worker club where you go to have sex? <laughs> That's the name. That's the name. No. The restaurant's called it's, Whole Lot of Food, so all sex names are not. Only. It's called the Body Emporium. Wait, oh, I had okay. 
The Body nope. Emporium is good. Oh, no, 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 no. Bad Bods and Beyond. <laughs> bad Bonds and Beyond? <laughs> yeah, Bad Bods and Beyond. What about Loose and Titties? Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's a much, much less fine establishment. <laughs> that still exists. Somewhere so. else. <laughs> yeah, it's ne near... What the fuck was... Not Steve's Fine Hole, but the other one. <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck it was. <clears throat> These names are great. I forgot about that place. Steve's Fine Hole. That would be the name of the club. <laughs> Steve's utter hole. Steve's Steve's not so fine hole. Oh, no. <laughs> fine Steve's hole. <laughs> oh god. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so Roger is just walking out of Bad Bods and Beyond, yeah. talking to a customer. Okay, so they're both walking out, or someone on. The He's street. like enticing him to come okay. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to get him to come in. Uh, to the club. How, uh, how many items of clothing is here? <laughs> Roger Goodbody is he's wearing fashionable clothing, but it is he looks like a like a anime character in like a sexy game. Mm. He's got like a he's got like a, a window <laughs> into his man <laughs> And he's got some slits down the side of his of his tight pants. So yeah. my point what was, what season is it? <laughs> what season is yeah, it? Yeah, like is it winter? Is it summer? It's October. Don't get this comfortable. It's somewhere between summer and autumn. Okay. Anyway, like late summer. So my my point was, I was going to just magically conjure up that Crab Lad has these little tracking things. But instead of a dart, it just like latches onto the clothing, but they don't feel it. Yeah. So I was going to do one of those so I could see like where he goes back. Not necessarily that I want to interrupt him during work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll me. I'll either a stealth or a shoot. You. You choice. You. You choice. You choice. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Yeah, it hits him. He doesn't notice. And uh, he managed to, to entice the customer to come inside, and he goes inside. Okay. I would like to spot for ventilation on the outside of the building. Oh yeah, there's plenty. I'm gonna... Gets real stinky in there. <laughs> I bet. Good thing crabs don't have a nose. <laughs> Perfect for this yeah. job. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So I'm gonna go crawl up into the vent and then wait. Crackers going inside the building. So you wait there for a while, and you watch the tracker the whole time, and you notice that he's just like going into a specific room, staying there for 30 minutes, <laughs> going to a room adjacent to there for a good five to ten minutes, and then going outside. And then back into the room, and then the adjacent room, and then outside again. Yeah. This one's tricky. My brain's trying to play it like Hitman, because there is a cycle to it. <laughs> so I'm just like, what's the most opportune time? Immediately after? <laughs> or just before? <laughs> <laughs> I need a point where he's by himself. 
I can always try to enter as a customer. <laughs> Shape, shape the mech into into a vaguely human shape. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a regular human. I'm looking for a body experience. Anything? Look, if you're brave enough. Roger Goodbody is not a human, by the way. He is an Agathon. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's very shiny. Close enough. Is he an Agathon, or is he an Agathick? <laughs> no, he's pretty thin. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. He's like very lean. He's got like a model body. So my assumption would be the second room is probably um, hair. So you have a bit of a readout from your tracker. You can see his body heat. Right. And you can tell that in the first room, very hot. Yeah. Second room, much cooler. Right. Okay, I'll wait next opportunity that he is in the other Okay, he's in the room. Okay, the obvious choice would just be to force through the fucking vent cover. In this. <laughs> there are vents? You know what? You can do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it stealthily. I'm gonna use mm -hmm. some of the legs to like push and hold the vent open while I just like crawl out with the I don't really know how to handle this, to be perfectly honest, because, yeah, he's a thief, but, like, mm -hmm. threats of death seems excessive. Yeah, they, they basically want him, like, to turn himself in or to be arrested. Yeah. yeah. This is tough, because I... This would be way easier if I was playing it as an step. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're just the crab, right? Not the crab in the mech. What? Oh. You didn't transform to fit an event, so I assumed you just crawled out of it. No. I thought the whole ass thing was going in there. It is a go-kart size. It's a very big vent. Yeah, I'm imagining like New York City. See those big ass like metal vents. If, they, if they're that big, then yeah, yeah. I, I accept. They aren't here. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Just my experience, like, big ass, like... God damn it, another <laughs> fantasy world based on New York? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was the deal. No, it's based on Oslo, Norway. It's very small, and there's not much interesting <laughs> happening there. <laughs> Still better than New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, do your vent plan. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to proceed from here now because... Can you just tackle him? You tackle, like, rambles and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you could technically put him inside your mech. <laughs> anyway, I think this time I just... You know what, I will. I will tackle him with one of my arms made into a giant blade. And basically tell him, like, people have noticed his thievery and... They're, they're out for him to either turn himself in or be arrested. Okay, excellent. We will play that scene out. But first, I want you to roll on athletics as you drop out of these vents. Okay. A six? Okay, you land. It's a crab in... roll. <laughs> <laughs> you land, or like you, you don't even drop. You're like walking on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. What? It's 
it's extremely damp and foggy in here, and you hear a shh. You are in the showers. Yeah, yeah. I figured. Yeah, and he's he is butt naked, cleaning himself, <laughs> and <laughs> you drop down on top of him. <laughs> we we have. And he's like, and he says, "This is this is restricted. What are you doing here?" Man, it's so hard for me to play as the character because I don't have the modulator anymore. But, uh, yeah, I will Just go gotta do that. that Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like it. <laughs> it was good. Can I just point out, Aaron has been totally silent for, like, ever. And the first thing he laughs at with all of our funny jokes, not just mine, I mean, you guys too great, was butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> He's a simple man. What can yeah. you <laughs> Aaron <laughs> likes butt funny. stuff and Simon likes farts. Butts are fun. <laughs> Simon also thinks butts are hilarious. No question. Okay, I'm the lowest common denominator because I love these nuts. I love these nuts and I cannot lie. <laughs> Those other legumes can't deny. <laughs> this was a good session. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> you, you drop onto him. You drop onto him and he's like, What are you doing here? I'm gonna call security. <clears throat> I might call the police. The police? Yeah. Who are you? Who sent me, Sketch? Who sent <laughs> you? You were sent by one of his customers, whose name is Jimothy. <laughs> Jimothy Walport. Okay. Uh-huh. Good job, me. Very good job. <laughs> you want to just aim that camera at the Walport you looked at? <laughs> What's a wall port? Window. <laughs> yeah, his name's Jimothy Wallport. Okay. You know what? I'm just gonna leave it at one of your clients knows what you've been doing. Oh, they do now, do they? How much are they paying you? Look, to be frankly honest, I wasn't paid for follow-up questions. <laughs> Look, we all we all get awkward sometimes in the nude, I understand. But whatever they're paying you, I'm willing to double it. For you to just look the other way. He's just asking for some pri decent privacy. <laughs> like, stop looking at my butt. Look the other way. Alright, I'll take the money and balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he turns off the shower, picks up his phone, and you see him transfer you the money. Cool. Hmm? He got a trouble. Crab of ill repute. Yeah, he really doesn't care as long as he's getting money, so if he gets more money... Better. Better deal. <laughs> <laughs> Better deal, more money. Excellent. Hey gang, it's Sketch. I'm here with Aaron today, straight off the set of Top Gear. That's right. I had a special guest appearance. 
on a British TV show, as usual. Yeah, I had to stop him from just going, run, 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 and ac- actually talk. Yeah, once I pop, I can't stop. That's what I say when I'm in a car. Yeah, he's real driven. I'm real, I'm real driven. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. I drive people nuts. He does. He does. So, welcome to the mid-roll. First of all, thank you for listening through our first arc, which we just finished. Pretty, pretty monumental, don't you think, Aaron? Totally. It's, a, it's an achievement. Like, it always feels like a long time to get there. But, I mean, it feels so, so quick. Yeah, it only took us a year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we started, I think, last December? Last December? Yeah, it was around the winter time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what that comes with is a one-month break. At the end of each arc, we're kind of planning to do a one-month break. So this time there will be a break until February 13th. This is mostly to give us more time to do like the music and the episode cards and all that stuff. Speaking of that, by the way, I want to give a huge thanks to Local Deluxe for doing all of the character themes and the arc theme for our first arc, as well as Simon for doing all of the episode cards. Also playing Robert, but that's less important, honestly. I love Simon's artwork, and it's really cool because every second Tuesday on the Twitter and the TikTok account, we upload the preview for the new episode in which Simon's artwork is featured, as well as a little morsel of the episode itself. Yeah, and if you want more of Simon's artwork, you can check him out at Simon Draws Stuff. That's right. And you can also check out the YouTube version of the episodes where some of Simon's artwork sometimes shows up for when different characters show up, as well as there's like a time lapse of him drawing the thumbnail yeah. at the start. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really fun way to, to experience the episode. Yeah. And it's like it features the puzzle artwork as well. Yes, 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 yes. If you want to see the puzzles drawn out, then that's where you go. If anything seems a bit confusing, he will sort of like lead you through it. But this break won't really be a break for you if you are an intern level patron. That's right. Because we will be releasing the first arc wrap up. And that means you'll get a special episode, which is sort of a interviewee casual conversation between us all. Where we talk about the arc, what happened, how we feel about things, and sometimes a few other topics. Yeah, we definitely got into some other topics that yeah, I had definitely. to cut out. <laughs> like, I, I think you was hoping for like a 40-minute episode, but it turned into two hours. Yeah, it's around two hours, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's fun. I just yeah. listened through it while editing it. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> You will probably enjoy it. It's, it's I, a good time, and it gives you like a bit more perspective on where we were at when we started and how we feel about it now. Yeah. Like I said, we started about a year ago, so mm. things were pretty different, and things have changed a lot. And I think we recorded the thing itself a few months ago. That's right. Wasn't it like just the end of summer? Yeah, it was like at the end of arc three. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're pretty far ahead, so we, we know what happens next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we try to make sure to stay ahead so that we don't miss any episodes. Yeah. You get the wrap-up episode at the end of every arc. 
You get some yes. behind the uh, behind the scenes stuff as well as access he, to our Discord. Yep, you get to come in and and chat. We like to share our our various creative works that we're working on, mm. and we hope that you come and do the same. Yes, honestly, we just we'd love to see what you're working on, especially if it's Avoid Pod fan art. That's right, because we want to see your interpretations of our characters, and. If you do do fan art, we will be retweeting that for sure. That's I, yes, definitely. So yeah, another thing that we will be releasing in the break is our first one shot. Also on the Patreon for five dollars a month, you will access all of our one shots in the future. But this first one is called Offspring, where we are playing. Babes in the Woods, which is a TTRPG system based on the cartoon Over the Garden Wall. So it's sort of like a spooky fairy tale type world where the main characters are kids, toys that are alive, animals that can talk, that kind of thing. And it's, it's given me an opportunity to be a bit spooky. And maybe be a bit less precious about the characters. Maybe they'll die violently. Who knows? I, I, I hope not. I hope you're wrong. But I, who, am I to, <laughs> who am I to say? You never know. Yeah, maybe know. they'll just be cursed forever. Yeah. It could not be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's worse, a curse forever or dying? Who knows? Well, yeah, tell us in the comments. Yeah, when, when the episode comes out, tell us, or just tell us now what you'd prefer. Yeah, would you rather be cursed forever or die? <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yeah, let, let us know. <laughs> tell us. We, we must know. Yeah, we'll put up a poll, don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Let, should we move on to, to the re- conversation about the reviews? Yeah, certainly. If you don't have any money, that does not mean that you can't support us. Hmm. You could always tell a friend to stop avoiding avoiding reality. Or maybe just post about us on social media, hashtag AvoidPod, or follow us on at AvoidPod on all socials. Another thing you could do that would be huge is leave a comment on our Twitter posts or YouTube videos or TikToks or anything, really. And, of course, rate us five stars on your preferred podcast platform of choice. Maybe even drop us a little review. And we're not afraid of criticism. We're not, no. We love criticism. We love hearing anything you have to say about the show. But we do request that you please give us five stars regardless of what you have to say. Because anything less than five stars will totally tank our discoverability. Mm. So please make your criticism within the words and not within the rating. For example, you could say... Well, I guess it'll do until the new Adventure Zone season drops. Five stars. Yeah. And that's fair. That's a fair thing to say. Yeah, I believe you, you have some reviews for us, Aaron? That, that's right, I do. You see, I uploaded the show to Brit Reviews, which is a British review website. And I, I have one here now that I'd like to read. It's from Jeffrey. He's 23 and he's from the Grumpy Step. He said... I wish they'd stop laughing all the time. It's nightmarish. It's not even funny. Five stars. I will dream no more. 
And that's a fair <laughs> thing to say. Totally just. Yeah, ju- it's just a fair thing to say, you know? I have no issue with that review whatsoever. Same. Uh, I'm, look- I'm looking here at the the Brit Awards or whatever you called it. Yeah. And I'm I'm seeing another one here from Thomas, the tank engine. What? I believe it. It just says Thomas, but I'm guessing it's the tank engine. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and it says, I prefer live theater to this dreadful recorded pantomime, but I suppose it'll do while I'm out on my morning jog trot. And you made it as five stars. Yeah. And jog trots are coming back into fashion, so he's right. Yeah. I guess he choo-choo chose us. Yeah. Thomas Tank Engine has always been a bit of a snob, to be honest. But whatever, that's not the point. We we love it. (laughs) And I've got one more review. Molly, 35, from Inside a Cocoon, said, It has caused me great change. Welcome change. Five stars. I've been reborn anew. And she gave us... That can happen. It, It does. It does. It can happen. Sometimes you're just in a cocoon. Yeah. And then next day, you're a butterfly. Yeah. Beautiful butterfly. Whether it's uh, metaphorical or literal. Yeah, or some kind of hellish demonic transformation. We we love it. We love to see it. We do. We do. You could could definitely see more of that in Offspring. Yes. No question. Yeah, so let's get back to the show, shall we? I believe it's time for Wick's epilogue. Yeah. And I've got to get back to Top Gear. (laughs) <laughs> all right i guess i'll send you back to avoid in reality Okay, let's move on to Wick, since Aaron hasn't said anything in ages. <laughs> okay. After you leave, you take half an hour or something, and then you return, hmm. and you talk to Dimpleton, and I will message you about that, but we will not be doing that here. Okay. Yeah, and after that, you head home to your apartment, I am assuming? Yeah. Okay, so you stumble home to your apartment, and the second you unlock the door, you notice that something is weighing down the handle from inside. It's a bag of groceries. And on the back of the door itself, four post-it notes. Oh. And I'm going to send them to you right now, and you can read them. Cool. <laughs> Do you want me to read these out loud for everyone else? Or Yep. Okay. Hi, Wee Wee. It's Mom. I dropped by to give you some food. I was hoping you'd be home this time, but I guess you were out with your friends. Glad to see you're keeping busy. Your dad fell off the roof again hanging posters for the upcoming election. You know how he is. He hears a noise and suddenly whatever he was doing is forgotten. And before he knows it, he's laying on the ground scratching his noggin, wondering how he got there. Apparently, this time it was the neighbor's dog yapping away and he was reaching to the old grapple trees to toss it a stick. Then wham! The whole ladder fell down. 
He's doing all right. Just a few, just a few broken bones. He'll be regenerated in no time. I started a new paper sculpture project too. I'm hoping I'll have it ready in time for tax day to show those young upstarts in the office that this old lady still knows a thing or two. I know I already told you, but can you believe they said I was too old to be in office? I know we're political opposites, but that's a bit rude, innit? Anyway, love ya, <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> That's absolutely brilliant. I have to know, canonically, in mm-hmm. universe, are, do all the lizards have British accents? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I mean, Papa didn't. Papa uh, didn't, sure. yeah. Well, Papa's 900 years old or something, so like, is it so possible the, the accent the British changed? accent developed <laughs> yeah. over time? In, in this universe, it started out in the south of the USA and then ended up in the UK. Yeah. You, you could also say that Papa Prospector was like lower class or something, and Wick and his family are, are higher class. Mm. Wick's parents are politicians, so maybe they did have a better upbringing. Okay, so you read the note. Yeah. You kick off your boots, you take two steps, and you notice another post-it note from your mom. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to tell you, Ramsey's in town. Make sure you say hi to him before he runs off again. Love ya, mum. Cool. Yeah, there's a bag of groceries hanging. Do you want to take it to the kitchen or anything? Yeah, I'll take those to the kitchen and put them away. Excellent. So as you enter the kitchen, you spot yet another post-it note for your mom. (laughs) Firmly paste on the fridge. (laughs) I brought you some recipes as well. I know you don't like cooking, but you're getting to be an adult and nobody is going to want to deal with someone who can't cook. So you better get busy or you'll end up all lonesome like Aunt Gribble. (laughs) Is it just Dale Dale Gribble? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, roll me a notice as you read this last note. I got two. What's my modifier? Three, so three in total. Three in total. Yeah. Okay, it's pretty hard to miss as you hear clanking footsteps approaching from your bedroom. Okay. And you hear a familiar voice go, Oh, it's just you, (laughs) Rumi. You're about little. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Beam. Beam? Good friend Beam. Hello. What are you doing here? For your parents now. I love you now. Who, who said? Who said you could Dimpleton. live here? What? Dimpleton did. I don't care what Dimpleton said. Dimpleton's opinion doesn't matter if you live here or not. It's my opinion that matters. Look, I'm very tired and I'm going to bed. Dimpleton said you can call him. I, I found Dimpleton. Right. And he no, wanders you're not off going. Again. Come back here. <laughs> I, I, I found Dimpleton. I found Dimpleton. He wanders off and he lays down in your bed. Trying to figure out how he got on the bed. Because <laughs> he's so tiny. Just a little he just goes like, I feel like the first time he just like bounces bit off bit. this off the side of the bed. I feel like our dog is jumping. To get on top of the bed and they miss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, like, ah! 
I mean, it, he was he was already there when Wick arrived, mm -hmm. so he's already figured out how to get up there. So he has like a little stool <laughs> that he he steps up on. Does 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 Wick's mum? Did Wick's mum run into? It must have been like half an hour, right? How long ago was it that that Beam arrived? Beam arrived a a couple hours ago. Basically, you guys all saw. Yeah. Impleton order another employer to just drive Beam somewhere for his new accommodations. <laughs> and he promised all of you it was going to be fine and you would see him again. And uh, they were just like putting him somewhere for the night. Can, can we make it canon that Beam and Wig's mom cross paths? <laughs> Gives her a little wink with the light. Like Beam, beam, let, beam let her in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, is there sure. a post-it on Beam? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a. Uh, hi, Wee Wee. So nice to meet your new roommate. Glad you're making friends. <laughs> Love, Mom. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly that. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Now let's move on to somebody yeah. else. <laughs> Gotta love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's do Meredith. So Meredith, as you're heading home, you notice that the lights are on in your shop. What do you do? She probably go quietly around to the back entrance. Mm -hmm. I see what's up. Okay, roll me a stealth. Woo! That was a six. Uh, six. Two. Okay. I was looking. Okay, you yes. say it. You say it. We'll edit Simon out. He never. Just okay. <laughs> Editor, delete. <laughs> delete Simon. All of it. <laughs> Next time, it just is. delete. <laughs> delete the concept of Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you enter completely unnoticed, and you see somebody sitting in your shop and you recognize him we all know him as huff muff muff or mm. but you have known him a long time and you know him as benjamin dunnock a tall avian man with brown feathers and black stripes most would describe him as roguishly handsome if you're into bird people. <laughs> and he's dressed in a classy hooded sapphire blue poncho with a fashionable belt around his waist, covered in pouches. Uh, the man who claimed to be a guard at Agatha called Huff Muff Muff, Benjamin Dunnock, and he works for the Riverview Murder, a.k.a. the largest mafia organization in all of Circle. Known as the Handyman... He's capable in most trades of thievery and down for anything. Ironic, considering he doesn't have any hands. <laughs> He's sat down on a chair in your tinker shop, seemingly just waiting for your arrival. Does he... So he doesn't notice that I've... No. I think... Hmm, what she do? Just, yeah, I'm on, like, friendly terms with him, right? Oh, we go way back. Come on. Yep. Come on, dude. You know me. Let us through. Yeah, this would not be, like, a threatening thing. No. But what Meredith does is she, like, sneaks up behind him. Mm-hmm. Kind of beside him. 
Mm-hmm. I was older. Uh-huh. Hey. Ah! Just a little like, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, Meredith, you're here. Wonderful. Good to see you made it out alive. I figured you might. I need a bit of your mechanical help. And he takes out, takes off his like poncho a little bit on the side. And you see his fully mechanical wing, which you have worked on several times before. And he says, I need to make my way back to Riverview, but I've got a little bit of a kink in the old wing. And I'd I'd love if you took a look at it. All right, what, what did you do? What'd you do to it? What'd you, what'd you mess up? Come on, I worked real hard on that wing. You can't go fucking it up, man. Come on, what'd you do? What happened? Let's just say that they weren't too happy with me letting you in, to be honest. It's, it's okay. You guys... I mean, it's not. They hurt you because of me. Come on, that's not okay. You saved the boy. That's the most important thing. I'm fine. I just need to make it back to Riverview, so I'd love it if you checked it out. All right, let's let's see what I can do. Okay, roll a tinker. No! Oh, really? Does it Which make it, it better? It didn't make it better. It made it worse. Oh. I jinxed it by saying. Hmm. Poor Birdman. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I got bad rolls this what did, you, what did you roll? I rolled a one. It's still a six. It's fine. So, it's not. It's not fine. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you start tinkering on his arm. And you get it back to normal. It's making a little bit of a sound, which you can't figure out because you're just really tired and fatigued from having an anaphylactic shock and almost dying and all that stuff. And you're just like, I'll figure this out some other time. I'll, I'll see him again and I'll fix it then. The, this annoying sound that doesn't do anything. But it seems to be fully functional and he's very happy. And he's like, oh, Meredith, it's, it's wonderful to see you. I'm, I'm very glad you made it out alive. I honestly thought you would, but I wanted to say my goodbyes in case. And uh, I've, I've got to be on my way, but thank you. I definitely owe you one. I have character. You're not going to kill him, are you? You're not, you're not going to do something this way. You're going to hurt him, are you? Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't me asking. Please, please don't hurt the bird, man. Not, no. Not currently planning to, but he does work for the mafia. Alright, Meredith just yeah, I there's there's still something up. It seems to be working, but just just come back in when you get a chance. I wanna I wanna take a better look at that wing when I'm not so exhausted and on death's door. Sounds good to me. I'll see you around, Meredith. And he uh Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, he literally climbs out of your window and flies across the way. <laughs> And then just to assure you that he's totally fine, he does like a little a little twirl in the air while flying and salutes you and then he flies off. Oh. But during the salute it Adorable. makes the little clinking whirring sound. <laughs> <laughs> it does, yeah. Okay, on to Robert. Robert, you make it home to your dingy motel room. Mm-hmm. And you notice that the door is unlocked. 
Do you do anything? Robert kind of pushes with his like index finger, like pressing, just very slowly pushing the door and trying to get a peek in. Okay, you get a peek in, you see an Agathon man in tattered robes who's sitting and looking at your Book of Edenite pressings. And in what robes? Tattered. Tattered robes, okay. Robert just gets flustered and says, This is not yours! What are you doing here? Oh, hi, Robert! My friend! How are you doing? And as you open the door, you see Atlas. He looks exactly how he looked <laughs> when you met him before. And uh, he, he stands up and uh, he's holding your book. Oh, long time no see. I believe you have something of mine. I'd love to have it back. I'll trade you. And he holds up the Edenite pressings. Something of yours? These are just memories of my friends and family, which I'm so honored to be here. And I would give something of yours. Could, I would like an explanation i would appreciate it <laughs> not not this <laughs> i i was joking I, I was going to give you this in return for my journals which you took from agatha oh 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 yeah 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 oh of course and robert thumbs through his his compost backpack <laughs> and fishes them out but they're they're probably a little dusty and he just tries to wipe them off and maybe it makes it worse in the process like just so obsessively trying to get the dust off that he leaves a scratch and is like oh oh well just take it just take it uh he grabs it you know robert awful things would happen if someone were to read it you don't want awful things to happen do you robert oh no no of course not especially not to you atlas excellent i, I don't mean to take anything from you i just I don't want these to get in the wrong hands, you understand? Oh, of course, of course. I, I, they just seemed helpful at the time for us to carry with us. I, I wasn't, if I would have known I, I'd meet you, I, I would have immediately brought them. But <laughs> you're usually not, I do, don't expect to be able to easily reach you or find you. Well, I'm always there, Robert. All you have to do is call. <laughs> you Tinkerbell? I, I had no idea. <laughs> How, how does that work? Is that, is that like some agatite magic or something? It's not important. Anyways, I should be off. Thank you, my friend. And uh, don't worry about the thing with Beam. And uh, so, so you really do hear just under his breath. Just like Santa. Of course. Of course, I hear everything. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> and uh, he says, it, it really was wonderful of you to do that. For Papa, I'll... I definitely owe you one for that one. I was just trying to do what you did for me way back when. Maybe an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out the autograph, though he sees that it's autographed by the king, and he's like, oh, I can explain! <laughs> <laughs> I love that, but no, I think, I think he would be too flustered at that moment. Yeah. Because, like, with the king, it was like, okay, royalty, ooh, someone famous, but Atlas is just everything to him. So. Will you autograph my autograph? <laughs> <laughs> that would be Can you cross out the name of the king for me? <laughs> Atlas grabs your hand, and he shakes it. You notice a slight tingle in your hand immediately, and 
As he's shaking it, he says, Robert, I, I truly appreciate that you lead with kindness. And you really are a wonderful Edenite. But sometimes we have to make choices we're not too proud of. And I hope you remember that when we meet again. And then he vanishes in a sparkle of pink agatite crystals. So he really is Tinkerbell. <laughs> and as he vanishes, Robert feels a chill run up the stem of his tomato plant, running from tomato to tomato like a pinball game before settling in one. And when he reaches his hand to feel it, it feels rock solid. Looking in the mirror, he sees that the tomato has crystallized and now shines bright pink like agatite. Gaining Robert the new ability, Atlas's Blessing, which me and Simon will discuss privately what exactly that does before next session. Ooh. Okay. That's fun. I don't know why, but Ooh. I was waiting for, for Atlas to be like, I'm glad that you lead with kindness or whatever. <laughs> but that's weakness, and we can't <laughs> have that. And just vaporizes Robert. <laughs> That'd be a wild way to kill Robert. Just out of nowhere. Hi, God! Dead! <laughs> Thought it was gonna turn it into a potato. <laughs> no, it's just a regular old crystallized tomato, not a I'm big Bob deal. The potato. <laughs> that was a word. Potomato. <laughs> anyway. Okay, let's end with Clint. We've done everybody else, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Clint, do you do anything before heading home? Does do the phones have text functionality? Yep. What about email? Yep. Okay, and route home to his penthouse suite or whatever it was, mm -hmm. right? Clint's going to be... <laughs> I think he'll be writing an email, an invoice for Rob mm -hmm. for the sum of, I believe it was like 200 or so loosen, loosen coins. Whatever we said. call it chips? Chips. Yeah. 200 yeah, or so did. chips. I think he'll probably throw in a <laughs> little bit extra. Like 220 chips invoice. Mm. And not even any description. It's just there in Rob's email. And I needed to ask you out of character as well. Did, mm. just to, to Kevin as well, did, did Clint at some point like promise you a shiny thing for, for something? Like extra remember. shiny thing. He did say extra shiny things for you, yeah, extra on the phone. shiny things for me. Okay. Then I think he'd want to go to some kind of antique store or place where he could get some, like, bits of old metal or mm -hmm. glass or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And just, like, real quick, just pick up some old coin or something, a coin okay, or yeah. two. So just before the mission and whatever, Clint just strolling by on the street, doesn't even turn to look, just flicks the coins into the alleyway to you. Mm -hmm. 
Toss and a coin continues your on. Yeah, it's on my character sheet. <laughs> Toss a coin to your crab lad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And uh, that's the, I think, business taken care of. That's paid and accounted for. Okay, so once you get home, what is Clint's bedtime routine? Not many people would know this, but the bed is definitely not used. It's just, it's, it's a facade. The, the bed is ornamentary piece of mm. furniture. There is, I'm going to say that there's like a, a pair of hooks on the ceiling in a corner behind a curtain. And he just jumps up, does this, jumps up, and legs swipping, switching to upright. And hooks the the feetsies into the hooks and locks them in there and just like a bat, like <laughs> hangs upside down, eyes open, staring out towards the center of the room. Big ass grin on his face. From slightly behind a curtain. Is he still fully clothed? Yeah, of course. <laughs> this is what I was hoping for, honestly, that he was some kind of this vampire. It's honestly honestly terrifying <laughs> so it's like one one eye peeking slightly out from behind the curtain yeah. he's in one of the, the corners and the other eye i'll say is able to keep a, a watch out of the beautiful view of the city yeah mm. okay excellent okay so three days later whether he has slept for three days or not that's up to you but three days no. later when he wakes up it's tax day it's tax day. It's tax day. Oh, I love it. I'm loving it. I'm loving everything about it. Money. Money, money, money. How does that Clint start his morning on tax day? With that little jig. Mm -hmm. That's what he does as soon as he lands from his sleep. Mm -hmm. Just so well rested. Fully like seven bags under the eyes that he just blinks a bit. Most people would like rub their eyes a bit, but he just blinks and, and as he blinks the, the the bags under his eyes, they they compress this, into oh, yeah. what looks like perfect skin tone and everything. He's like folding away the the nasty. Uh, and doesn't uh, have any skincare routine, it just does no, it. He is his skin his skincare routine. It's everything is ornamental, sketch. Alright. I'd say that there is as there is every day, a mandatory meeting of the interns with their employer on their floor, I guess, on the floor mm. of the, the suite. Yeah, and of course, it's a Zoom meeting to be effective. Why would you, you know, leave the apartment? You're not going to believe me, but I definitely was thinking, like, it has to be a Zoom meeting. <laughs> but I, it can't be called Zoom for reasons, mm. so like, we'll just we'll say... It's a in the in the editing. Censor the zap. word zoom just to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't call it. No. Yeah, I, I do see how some people could be really offended by the the word. Okay, so mm. let's uh, let's get into that zap call. Mm hmm. Okay, who's, who's your boss? What's his name? Can we say he's like a co-worker of Dimpleton's? I guess technically they would all be co-workers, right? But works closely with Dimpleton, therefore... Like, 
how I know Dimpleton. Yeah, his name is... Jimothy... <laughs> Sparkplug. <laughs> okay, so it's Jimothy Walport. Right. I accept it. No, Same guy. Jimothy Sparkplug. <laughs> Jimothy Sparkplug. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. We all love Tax Day, obviously. Yeah! Uh, and for this Tax Day, we have something huge planned. A big concert with some wonderful performers. And wait, wait a second. I'll be right back. And uh, what performers? He, he turns to his fellow interns like, what, who? As, as he wanders off, there is a knock at your door. And it's especially peculiar because nobody knocks at your door. Nobody comes to your apartment. This is, this never happens. If somebody needs something from you, you go to them. They never come to your apartment. You've never told anyone where your apartment is. Only the other interns know. And I can see them all on the screen, right? Yeah, I can see them all on the screen. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that, that's where we're going to end. There's a knock at your door. Come and knock on your door. He'll be waiting for you.